Welcome to Signature Dish. I am Hillary Boone. And I am Francesca Orsini. And today we are talking to my grandmother. State your name for the record. Okay. Irene. <laughs> Where are you from? Charleroi, Pennsylvania. How old are you? Excuse me? How old are you now? How many? Me? Yeah, you. Old. Old? How many years of How food? Many? Uh, uh, 80, 89. Nine years and of I've been cooking since I was a little wee kid. Mm-hmm. How did you learn to cook? Who taught you, or did you figure it out? Nobody taught me to cook. I, I started cooking when I was a little kid because my mother died when I was very young, and, and Dad would say, you know, put this on, um, you know, start this, and, and always we had to put in three pieces of garlic, which I hated with a passion. <laughs> but nothing was cooked. Probably a cake wouldn't be cooked without three pieces of garlic. <laughs> but he did, um, we did that, and then I used to fry that in oil and, and, and then put in the meat and everything to make sauce. And Dad used to make, um, oh, it's hysterical, his chicken soup. Because his, his aunt, we didn't have very much, we had very little, and um, his aunt, his aunt, had a chicken store in Charleroi, and Dad would help her out once in a while at the chicken store, and and she would pay him in chicken, you know, to eat. And he would get this whole chicken, and I swear to God, I used to open that pot of soup, and the head would be in there, <laughs> and the feet, everything. And I used to have to sometimes clean the feet, not only me, my sisters too, but I don't know if you've ever seen chicken feet. Ever, ever. I haven't, no. And really, they aren't bad to eat, because I think I ate them when I was a kid, too. But, you know, they have kind of a plastic outside <laughs> that you peel off. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you peel that off, and it comes right off. And then they have toenails out to here. Mm. And you chop those off. I, I see I'm hitting your... As you brutalize <laughs> <laughs> But the feet were very good. My dad loved the feet. Sam's father used to love chicken's feet. The thing about the chicken is, in its feet, he's all bones, all little bitty bones. And Sam's father used to have a plate like this of bones. Sam's father, Serafino? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, my, Your yeah, Sam. My Sam's uh, father used to eat the chicken feet. My dad ate the head. Just like a chicken wing? Just, I, mean, uh, you pick uh, it, I don't know, but it always disturbed me when I opened that pot. <laughs> <laughs> and that damn thing would be looking at me. <laughs> The, the head, the neck, you know, the backs, anything like that. Any, I mean, you didn't throw anything away. Right. But it made one hell of a chicken soup, I'll tell you. That. It was good. It's like cooking a chicken like we now cook a lobster. Well, maybe so. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, yeah, but see, I would. I feel the same way about a lobster when somebody puts a lobster in, in a pot. Because I don't like that either. Yeah. But I didn't it's like nice. the chicken's head. I don't do, I, well, I don't think they even sell them anymore. Chicken heads? Uh-huh. I don't think that that's something that you would buy. Well, I'm at wondering. A store. I, I, I'm wondering when it was going to become a de- delicacy uh-huh. and have some great long French name, right? <laughs> and then you get a chicken head on your plate. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you ever have frog legs? No, I won't. No, no, no. Never did that either. Oh no. I don't do anything that crawls or. I eat chicken, but only the white meat. But. Um, no, we no, we had chicken mostly. I don't know what else we used to eat because we were poor. Uh, spaghetti and meatball. Every Sunday we had spaghetti. Every Thursday we had spaghetti. Oh, that's the Italian way. Mm-hmm. That's about that. In the mid, uh, the other, you know, Dad wasn't home a lot. I mean, he did once in a while uh, 
have a job, you know, and go to work. So the rest of us were just left to do our thing. Fruits and vegetables? Uh, you have Cabbage. My dad had a garden. And I remember, that, you know, cabbage was very prevalent in our garden, so we had a lot of that. And I didn't mind cabbage, except when I opened the pot and the cabbage was boiling, and there would be a grasshopper boiling along with it. <laughs> oh, terrible. I don't know why I remember things like that. But it stays remember. with you. You pick off the lid and there's an insect. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you think you've cleaned the thing. You you know, pick it out of the garden and you clean it. And all of a sudden that damn thing was hiding somewhere in that cabbage. <laughs> and he was boiling along with the cabbage. And I would say something to Dad about that. And he'd say, that's okay. And I'd think, I'm not going to eat that stuff. <laughs> that cooked with a bug. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I hadn't seen it, I, if I didn't know it. But when I opened the... How many kids were, were you growing up with? How we were five. Mm. And then we had a dish, well, you know, polenta. Mm -hmm. But in in our day, we had a um, porcelain top table, those old-fashioned kitchen tables. And instead of putting the polenta, Dad would cook the polenta in a big pot. In those days, the cornmeal you had to cook, and you had to keep stirring it and stirring it until it thickened. And then he would pour it out on that porcelain top table and spread it. Then he would put spaghetti sauce all over it with maybe, uh, in the sauce might have been spare ribs or maples, and put those all over it. We sat at the table without any, only with forks. (laughs) That's awesome. And we would have a kid here and a kid there and a kid there, and they'd say, look, I made Florida. (laughs) Really, it was, we loved polenta because we didn't have to wash dishes. (laughs) Somebody had to clean that table. But anyhow, that, that was a lot of fun. But I never talked to anybody else. Italian or otherwise, that ever did that with their polenta. Obviously, it must have come from Italy, and my dad wouldn't have known about, you know, he wouldn't have known about that either, but I've never been able to tell anybody (laughs) that because nobody ever did that. (laughs) It was more fun to eat polenta than anything else. Even Sam's mom never put it. She used to pour it out and put it on a table and then, you know, cut it and put it on plates. Mm. But we ate it right there from... That sounds like a just a dad move. Like my dad would do something like that. Well, yeah. He would he'd be like, "I've simplified the process. I've reduced the number of dishes. I'm a genius." Well, tell him to try the polenta. <laughs> but I think you have to have a porcelain top or something like this. Hard. Yeah, the formica. The formica. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But that uh, that was kind of fun. The polenta. Yeah. That's a cool story. <laughs> You said Sam's mom also made polenta. Sam was your husband. What what did he do? He was with Corning, and he was uh, in quality control. He had a quality control department, and this was in Wellsboro, PA. I don't know what the heck they did, but that's where he was. That was quality. Yeah, that was yeah right, <laughs> and um, yeah, and, and but mostly it was Corning. And then when we came up to Big Flats from Wellsboro, he was still with Cor- he was always with Corning. And uh, he became manager of some department there. I can't tell you what it is right now, but yeah. that's where. And they sent him, you all, to Japan as well. It was an international company. Mm-hmm. That's why Corning, you were there. Corning International. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. What years were you in Japan? Four. Oh, uh, seventy-two to seventy-six. Yeah. Yeah, that that was fun. I never thought I'd ever get on an airplane in my life. Would I get on an mm-hmm. airplane? And I remember 
thinking, I don't know how people did all that, you know, got on airplanes. But then somebody died in Charleroi when we lived in Big Flats. And I, I can't remember if somebody in the family, but we had to go down there and we were going to fly. Oh, you can't believe how terrified I was on this airplane. I grabbed Sam's arm and never let go. And then I noticed that the the stewardesses were coming up the aisle and they all had these yellow things on, um, like aprons. I thought they were life vests. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember that there's not a drop of water between Corning and Charlotte. <laughs> And I thought, why did they have life jackets? <laughs> oh, I was so afraid. But <laughs> and, and I wasn't ever that crazy about flying. But also when he said, you know, he had this chance to go to Japan, well, I thought this is something I'm like, I can't handle. But then when I stopped to think about it, I thought, okay, I, you're either going to live in big flats for the rest of your life or you'll go to Japan and find out what the rest of the world is like. So I did it, but it was a 15-hour ride. <laughs> oh, oh my, how I hated that. But, you know, I did get used to it. The flying? Uh, for, yes, yeah. yes. But now I won't, I won't fly for, for nothing right now. Yeah. I don't want to. That's done. fine. I thought, I've done it. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> and so, but flying back and forth from Japan just got to be a piece of cake. Did you learn to cook anything in Japan that was, that was Japanese? different? No, yeah. Not much because I ate mostly Western style, but I made um, skiaki, made that, mm -hmm. which was very simple, very Americanized type thing. I didn't ever go out and get the Japanese. I never went to the Japanese stores or anything like that. I just couldn't be bothered because all they ever had was fish, live fish. I can remember going to the fish market in Tokyo. I mean, it was a fish market like you can't believe it. It was part of a tour if you wanted to take a tour to the fish market. And they would have these big swordfish. Is that what I wanted? Not sword, but what are those other big fish? Marlin? Not marlin, but, you know. There's like a tuna. They're big, too. Maybe tuna. Maybe, but big, you know. And they would have those there. But they would be cutting pieces out of this fish while it was still alive. Whoa. Yeah. And I thought, oh. Honestly, God, I couldn't stand that either. But I guess that's the way they did business. Mm -hmm. But that place was huge. And, oh, my God. God, you talk about fish. God, you were up to your ears. And I thought the smell was really powerful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. But, uh, you know, and fish was not my thing uh, at all. Still isn't. But uh, it, it was interesting. I can remember trying to eat a scallop in Japan once. And I thought to, said to Sam, I'm going to eat this. But anyhow, they, they were serving scallops. And, and, and they were a big, it was a big scallop. But it was practically raw, and, and you had to use chopsticks. And this scallop had that thing around it that, you know, that, you know, and I tried to, you know, I knew you weren't supposed to eat that thing, but it just didn't appeal to me. And I thought, why am I doing this? It, it, it was like, and it was sandy. <laughs> they can be sandy. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. It, it, it just didn't appeal to me. And I thought, well, that is probably the worst one of my worst dinners because I didn't like it and I didn't like having to take this thing that I think they take off now before you buy the, the scallops. But this was a scallop and it was in the shell. Oh, wow. Yeah. Big, too. It was very pretty. Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody's glomming this thing down, but not me. <laughs> I worked at that thing. I truly, that, I didn't like that. How do you keep your figure? Just 
don't. You have to you go to Japan. <laughs> go to Japan and don't like fish. Uh, honest to God. Yeah, well, yeah, you're in trouble. But uh, they had delicious meats over there. They had delicious... I mean, their American markets were fabulous. Mm. They were really... You know, the vegetable, everything. Their vegetables... When they sold you green, string beans, they sold them lined... You know, they were... They, they were... Boom, they were all lined up when you bought them. I mean, they, they, they did a good job. But they, they're, you know, they're, they're department stores, fabulous. But, but you, you haven't lived until you go to the grocery store in a taxi. And then you get all these groceries out there on the curb and you have to call a taxi to go home. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a normal way of life. Right. Because we didn't have a car in Japan. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people in Tokyo have cars. Yeah. So um, it was rather inter- It was a very interesting life, and it was a very happy life for me because I, I when, when I think about thought about the people back home, I thought I don't have to worry about them because I'm too far away. So you relax a little more, right? Well, when we came home, it, you know, it was the same old, same old. You know, you think, oh, you know, this is going to be different, but it isn't. You get right back into what you were before. But it, it was fun in Japan. It is something I'll, a lot of people won't ever have. Yeah. Yeah. You have dishes that you're known for. Fran talks about what. I wonder what, hon. So when we, we would drive to see you in Big Flats. Right-o. Um, Dad liked to drive at night, and we would get to your house around 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And you would have two to three kinds of soup hot on the stove. Oh, right. Okay. Bean soup. Bean soup. Minestrone. Did your dad love bean soup? And he loved min- when we had minestrone. And then when we came along, noodle soup. Chicken noodle. Chicken noodle. Uh-huh. And then cheese bread. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, a lot of cheese bread. A lot of cheese Always bread. Always cheese bread. There was cheese bread. Uh-huh. All Italian stuff. Well, I guess that's it. Sam, my, my husband's mom used to make the cheese bread. We never had it when I was a kid, but uh, she made it. Oh, yeah, both sides Italian, yeah. I'm sorry about that, but it's, that's the way she's more Italian <laughs> than she thinks she is. <laughs> Francesco Orsini. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> she might be just as Italian as that I think she is. my dad, yeah, Francesco, yeah. yeah. So what else did we have? Let me know. We would have, yeah, you would you would make eggs in the morning. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then lunch would always be soup and cheese bread. Uh-huh. And some activity would happen between breakfast and lunch, and you would come back to your house, and the kitchen would smell of soup and cheese bread again, and it was great. Every day, <laughs> soup and cheese bread. Uh, yeah, uh, the cheese bread. Do you, have, do you eat cheese bread? No, you I haven't had, had it. You won't have You it. made it once. I did. Out of your own, re- your own flour? And? It was good. Was it was a it? recipe? Uh, the only thing we didn't have was the Velveeta, which, as much as one would argue Velveeta I know, is I know. not good, it is what makes cheese bread cheese bread. And, and it's, it's, so somebody said, oh, you know, you never put Velveeta in cheese bread. And I thought, gee, I thought I did. Because <laughs> aunts used to, uh, you know, your grand, uh, great-grandmother uh, always put... Um, Velveeta in there. Besides any cheese that you have, bits and pieces of cheese you might have. That's a melting cheese. How long has Velveeta been around? Uh, you know, I don't know. But since, since I was a kid, we had Velveeta. Yeah, I think of it as like a processed American cheese, not like a yeah. uh, no, staple type of cheese. Like no, and and it is probably junk. 
but it has a good flavor to it. And we always had Velveeta in our cheese bread. Fran's grandfather, Sam, your husband, did he have like a favorite food, favorite dessert that you make? Dessert? Yeah, yeah. he did. And I, oh, God, what was it? He used to like what we called pineapple delight. Do you remember that? No. no. It's marshmallows and um, chop up, not fresh pineapple, but I can chop that up and put it in with the marshmallows and then pour in um, heavy cream and mix it together and then let it sit in the refrigerator for a while and keep mixing it until everything was absor- kind of absorbed each other. And, and he loved that. And it is delicious. It truly is very good. But we always had that on holidays. <laughs> Pineapple Delight. Mm-hmm. Tropical, really. Yeah. Like Hawaiian Ask thing. your dad about pineapple. He loved Pineapple Delight, too. Uh, <laughs> That's gluten-free. Natural. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah. But but you have to let it sit in the refrigerator to, for the marshmallows to absorb the cream. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're making me hungry now. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it was really very good, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to ask that about Pineapple Delight. Imagine Pineapple Delight. <laughs> but you got to drain the pineapples. You don't put the... The can of, uh, and we used crushed. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was thinking of the no, circles. no crush. I mean, mm-hmm. You can't get the crush, then you got to chop up those slices. But then never, not, not the juice at all. You got to drain it and make sure it's. Drained. And the mini marshmallows or the big marshmallows? We used the big marshmallows, and I don't know if we we cut them up or not. But I think we used the big. I don't think they had mini ones then. Oh, yeah, I was picturing the mini ones, and I thought, oh, I bet that wasn't. But thing. I think you could use those. I I don't know. Maybe uh, they were the they were the big ones because they had to absorb uh, uh, this stuff. And the mini ones, I don't know how they would work. I don't mm-hmm. see why they wouldn't work. But um, it was kind of an overnight thing with it. You know, it, it, but you have to stir it every once in a while. Did it ever get heated, or it was just no, no, all cold no, no, no. into the fridge? Stir it once in a while. Just the uh, uh, the uh, the pint of cream. I mean, that's as simple as it gets. Yeah, a can of the pineapple. Yeah, and the the marshmallows like a, a bag of the big marshmallows. <laughs> and you just mix it. Okay. I mean, it's that simple. I yeah. mean, you, you you can't go wrong. <laughs> you know, who who it, it's sweet. But it is also very good. Yeah, the pineapples. Like anything with a pineapple is sweet. Yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah. Uh, no, you would. But hey, try it. I mean, what are you going to miss? Some pineapples and some <laughs> marshmallows. Right. We can do that. Yeah. Yes. It's your grandfather's favorite dessert. Yeah. You should try it. Yeah. You should try it. And it certainly there's no th- no thought behind it either. You're not going to write this down and write that and stir that. No, you just slop it together. Just surprise people. <laughs> Make a pretty dish and put a little cherry on top if you're going to serve it to somebody. It looks pretty. But it is good if you like pineapple, marshmallows, and cream. <laughs> Otherwise, forget it. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening. You can check out other episodes of our podcast at signaturedishpodcast.blogspot.com.